0: If you are creating ads for Facebook or Instagram and you don't at some point in your process turn off your sound and watch through the video that way, Mm -hmm. probably doing yourself a disservice because you need to be able to see if it works without people turning on the sound because probably 80% of them are never going to.
1: Welcome to Marketing Conversations with Lamp House Films, the show where we bring you access to tips and insights from today's marketing thought leaders. I'm your host, Josh Henry. Today is a super exciting episode. I'm talking to Daniel Harmon from the Harmon Brothers. They are the people behind viral commercials like Squatty Potty, Poopery, Purple Mattress, and tons of others. These guys are storytelling geniuses who have cracked the code to marketing that just Works. I say
0: around the office all the time, nothing sells better than the truth. Yeah. And when you speak from a place of truth in your belief in the product, then that comes across in the authenticity of your creative. And so we need our creative directors to experience the product or the service themselves. And then they're bought in and then they feel like, oh, this is something I can, I feel like. I feel like this is going to be a good thing for people. It's going to improve their lives. It's going to to make the world a better place in some way for more of this to exist out there. Hmm. And once we've got someone behind it with that belief and that passion, then we feel like we're in a really good place to help represent the brand. Um, And then otherwise, um, if there's no passion there, we just,
1: we we kind of let them pass by. Tell me about what you guys do to come up with ideas. Are you sitting around a table and brainstorming? Are you just sort of letting it marinate for weeks? Like, what is that process like for you guys? It very much depends on
0: the individual that's doing it. It depends on the creative director, it depends on the writer. Some patterns that we see is that there's a little bit of time of just kind of sitting with it, right? Of experiencing the product, becoming the customer as best you can be, and then, Going back through, what was the aha moment for me in this of where like, oh, I get it. I love this. I really need this in my life. This really solves a problem for me. And then, and then you start asking yourself, okay, how do I represent that or recreate that in video? So that's part of the is how how do I get to that crux of like that main concept of what's 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 selling selling me on this? So we're usually starting from a point of where we kind of know what that main message is, but then of asking ourselves, okay, what is as we put it sometimes around here, the kink on kink moment in squatty potty it talks about the kink unkink, mm. kink, kink, on yeah. kink And as you, it's like, Oh, that's why it works. And so we ask ourselves that about um, each individual product or service of like, what's that kind of distinguishing factor that makes people really be like, Oh, I get it. That's how it works. Okay. And then the other portion of it is I think that everyone needs to have um, a little bit of dead time where you're just kind of bored. So, once you've worked at a problem for a while, some of my best ideas come in the bathroom. And it's not because there's anything magical about Harmer Brothers in the bathroom, as much as if I don't take my phone with me and I'm in the shower by myself, I'm alone with my thoughts. And then my subconscious can start to do some work. And so I can be like, oh, that's something I wouldn't have thought of otherwise rather than just sitting there and working at it. Kind yeah. of hits you in moments when you have a little bit of downtime. Maybe I'm just like out in the garden and just kind of hanging around and doing something mundane, of like weeding or. If you're filling every moment of your time with an input from some sort of information or some sort of stimulus, and then you never take the time to allow your brain to just kind of cool it and take it easy, Mm -hmm. that those ideas can't really, they can't really come. It can't do some of the best magic. Let your brain be bored and see kind of what happens and start to jot things down.
1: So how important for you guys is the right idea going into a job? Do you ever have an idea and start working on the script and then realize, okay, no, that's not right, and then walk it back? Yes, for sure, we do that. It's less often because of the
0: process that we do, meaning we'll, we'll bring in three or four writers. They'll, have, they'll approach it with different perspectives. They go through feedback with um, different uh, creative directors on their way in before it even comes to the client. When they come to the client, it's in a writing retreat, where they're off in a cabin, like in Sundance, um, hmm. and secluded from everything, and the cell phones are all collected in a basket. And to use your cell phone, then over those, the course of those two days, then you are going to pay $10 or $10 to $20 into a raffle.
1: Wait, you guys do this <laughs> like,
0: every you guys do this every time? We we literally do this with every with every big hero project you see us put out there, we believe in the concept of it's called it's called The Grand gesture, and JK Rowling would use it to finish um, her yeah, her that. stuff for, for Harry Potter where she would literally go just like a few blocks down the street and stay in this really nice hotel just to trigger to our brain. This is work time. Um, and we do a similar thing where we go off to Sundance and we rent a really nice cabin and we bring the client in with us hmm. and we collaborate together. We're not trying to just sell hard sell them on something. The clients in their problem solving with this, so they're bought in as well. And then the writers are coming with different perspectives, so they haven't cross-contaminated. Mm. They've learned the same thing of what, what the problem we're trying to solve and the main message that has to be conveyed, but how they go about that is up to them individually. And they come up with that and they bring different perspectives so that the client can see a variety of ways to solve the problem. And then we're usually pretty aligned on, on where we land as far as
1: which is the better, better concept, a better script to move forward with. That's great. So, you guys have how how long has it been since that first ad? Oh,
0: um let's see. Squatty, well, so Poopery was 2013.
1: In that time, how do you feel like advertising has changed? And what do you think as you guys are crafting campaigns now, what's different about your approach moving forward?
0: Yeah, so a lot of what has changed is that the way sound is taken care of with video is hmm. very different. That like if you, if you are creating ads for Facebook or Instagram and you don't at some point in your process, turn off your sound and watch through the video that way, mm-hmm. probably doing yourself a disservice because you need to be able to see if it works without people turning on the sound because probably 80% of them are never going to. Um, so that's one big, one big thing that's changed. I mean, we bake in subtitles. That's one thing that you can do, but there's also big graphics and things that you can do visually to tell the story, uh, but to to drive things home more clearly without people having to listen as well. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a big one that's changed. Um, another one is that it seems like the platforms are less and less favoring longer form content. Um, uh, they still do like our ads still work extremely well, but it seems like the algorithms want to push you to shorter form. And so you kind of have to always take whatever you've created. Even if you've told your story in a really thorough, compelling way in a longer form, you always have to be able to take portions of that longer form and shorten it up for a different, make it really consistent for, well, and just for different ad sets to, to feed out on Facebook yeah. of uh, being able to get to the point quickly oh. and hit a different kind of audience that you wouldn't for someone that doesn't stick around until minute minute two of your long format. Like say, for example, and it's it's always a mixture of this. It's a game of chess. You want to have some queens and kings. You want to have some pawns that go out and do specific things. You want to have some bishops and, and, and knights and rooks. There's all that kind of... There's different types of ads that do different types of things. You don't rely on one single one. You're kind of looking at a portfolio approach across your chessboard, if you will.
1: Wow, that's really great. That's really insightful. Uh, that's one thing that always sort of struck me a, about your ad. Like most of what I do is like 15 or 30 seconds, 60 when I'm yeah. looking. And your ads yeah. are, are so long. And so yeah. that's interesting to hear that you're sort of piecing that. So you guys clearly yeah. have a formula that, that yeah. works so well. It, do you feel like, everybody should be doing that? Or do you feel like this is just what works for us? I think there
0: are advantages to applying formula to storytelling. Depending on what kind of psychological problem it's solving for you, it is solving some, some sort of a problem at the end of the day. And so that's, that's what we present it as. I think it's important for people to have a feeling of relatability hmm. to the content and then a feeling of authority or credibility that comes from it in some way. A lot of it is just making people believe, okay, can these guys really deliver on what they're saying? They
1: can. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of formula stuff that kind of of breaks down, but formula is totally okay to use when it's executed properly, right? Formula alone doesn't win. You can use the exact same formula over and over again in movies if you do it really well um people don't appreciate it when it starts to get boring and there's nothing nothing new to offer right yeah like marvel's been criticized to some degree by some people for being like oh it's getting too formulaic well somewhat yes and somewhat no like there's they're still telling stories in a really compelling way and you can see that to the audience reaction and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff but yes i get that they're following that but you they are going to have to introduce other elements to kind of keep audiences on their toes and kind of disguise the formula a little bit more, or maybe adapt some other formulas. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd say, especially for companies in the beginning stages of growth, if you're not relying pretty heavily on the problem solution messaging of some kind, then you're probably not gonna make as much headway because you generally jump to branding of where you just make people feel something different. You're different because, you're, you're cooler or you're this or that or whatever, like in order for them to believe that they have to at least know what you're doing in the first place. Like we can do that with Nike now, right? Yeah. Can do that with Red Bull cause everyone gets what that is. So you can do that with Apple. Everyone gets what that is. But, um, someone in the beginning stage where they don't know where your brand is, you gotta kind of got to educate them a little bit more and you could bring in those other feelings. I mean, that is what Harvard brothers is at the end of the day is a, is a really great ad that drives ROI and brands at the same time. Hmm. And in the past, those two worlds were separated. You're either driving the ROI with a direct response campaign, or you're just branding, and then you're just hoping for the long tail of something. And that's what, that's kind of the, a lot of the innovation we brought to the marketplace is being able to marry those two together.
1: Thanks for listening to another episode of Marketing Conversations with Lamp House Films. Lamp House is a production company that focuses on film-centered marketing campaigns. If you want to chat with us about your next campaign, we would love to hear from you. I'm josh at lamphousefilms.com. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. That helps more people find the show, and we love to hear from you guys. Make sure you tune in next week for another Marketing Conversation. I'll see you then.